Welcome to Real Personal Finance. I'm your host, Scott Frank, CFP, CFA charter holder, and founder of Stone Steps Financial. And I'm your host, James Canole, CFP, MBA, and owner of Root Financial Partners. The premise of our show is simple. Money can be confusing, but it doesn't have to be. Our goal is to answer real personal financial questions that we hear from our clients and our listeners. Each episode, we answer one personal financial question in a clear and understandable way. Because money is a tool. And when you understand the language of money, you can make better decisions to improve your financial life. Hey, James. Hey, Scott. Here we are for another week. Another week? Another question? Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. You're excited. It's a good question. It is a very good question. And uh, maybe a different perspective than... A lot of people have. Yeah, no, I, I like I like looking at things from a different lens. So thank you for the question. We'll get to it shortly. I just want to briefly say um, thank you to all of you out there who have left a review for us on Apple, on Spotify, you know, all wherever you can. Mm-hmm. Let other people find us so that we can be helpful to more people. Yeah. We were just geeking out that I, at least I was the other day, that we, we have 99 reviews on Google. We are almost to 100. Yeah. Thank you to whoever makes us the hundredth. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we're there by the time this is released. Probably. If not, someone gets to be the hundredth. Yeah. Well, yeah. We, we Thank you for your reviews very much. Your reviews and for helping you guys. So should we dive into today's question? Yeah, let's jump in. Okay. Do you want me to read it? Sure. I'll read it. Uh, here is a question. It says, I really love your podcast. It has been great next step after basic finances to figure out what I should do next. My question, and I don't think you've covered this previously, mm-hmm. is if someone should be concerned with overfunding retirement or specific tax deductible accounts. I am 33, married, and have a two-year-old son. Based on how we've been saving, it is likely that we would be able to retire early, maybe 55-ish or sooner. Should we be concerned about putting too much money into retirement, specifically accounts that don't allow us to access it or on another note, putting too much into a 529 plan. And then there's a note that they're currently getting a tax deduction for their 529 contributions that they are uh, maxing out there. So the gist of the question is there are benefits to using retirement accounts and college accounts. I mean, there's Mm -hmm. tax benefits for it. Is there a risk though of putting too much into those accounts where yes, it's great to have the tax benefit. It's great to get that investment growth, but could it potentially cost you somewhere else? Yeah, good question. Where should we start with this? So many directions we can take it. At the beginning. At the beginning. That's a good place to start. Yeah. 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 Well, um, so the, the question's kind of a technical, tactical question, right? Like, can I put too much into this thing? Mm-hmm. Um, which the answer, of course, can be sure you can. Um, but I think that what you're, what you're getting at for at the beginning as um, starting with the end in mind yep. and starting with what's most important to us and yeah. then looking at where we should go save. And then once we know where we want to go save, let's go look at what we've actually done thus far mm-hmm. to see if there's anything we might want to correct along the way. Does that sound like a good frame of reference? That sounds like a great frame of reference. Probably super vague to the listener. Yeah, it tells me nothing, but let's start with that. <laughs> okay, so... How do you want to start? Well, we did an episode and it's episode number 43 that was called How to Align Your Money with Life. Yeah. And that's important because with finance, finance is confusing and we're told all these different things to do. We should max our 401ks. We should max our college funds. We should put money here, put money there. And some of it's good advice. Some of it's not good advice. uh, But some of it is just 
not unique to us advice. Yep. What might be good advice for someone might be not be good advice for me. And so this, how do you align your money with life question? It's important to start there because your finances should just be the tool that helps support your life and what you want to do and the things you want to be able to accomplish. And if retirement is by far your biggest priority and that's all you care about and nothing else matters, then put all of your money away for retirement. Yeah. But if that's not the only thing that you care about, then, then yes, the answer is it is possible to overfund that. So when you start with understanding uh, what is it, what is your best version of your life look like, then you can really start to get an understanding of how much needs to be earmarked for long-term goals like retirement versus how much needs to be earmarked for short-term things, just like spending or anything else that needs to be funded along the way. Yeah, no, I, I think you're you're hitting the, hitting it on the head there. It really is about money is just a tool. And, and it's a tool that we can utilize to help us live the best life that we can now and in the future. And so the interesting thing that's ha- happening here is you're asking like, hey, can I put too much into retirement? Of course you can. Um, you know, there, and we can talk about the effects of that for a di- couple of different reasons. But I think the first key is, well, what do you actually want life to look like? You know, as you think it is now, knowing that you can't predict the future, mm-hmm. just make a best guess at what you want life to be like, what's most essential to you. And then look at, well, with all the resources that you have, how can you align your money mm-hmm. with your life so that you're going to advocate for your present self and you're going to advocate for your future self, mm-hmm. right? Like we need to save a certain amount so we eventually don't have to work, but we also don't want to save so much that we're taking away from our own life today. Right. Exactly. So a good first question, if someone's asking, can I overfund retirement? A follow-up question might be, are you sacrificing things that you'd like to be able to do today in order to save for retirement? Yeah. And I, I think there's two different versions of this question here, which is yours getting at the first one. And then the second one is, can I put so much stuff in my retirement accounts that when I retire before standard retirement age 65, I've just made it difficult for myself? Right. And the answer to that can be yes, too. Right. We should talk about that. Yeah. Let's talk about both. Yeah. Which one first? Let's talk about yours first. Mine first. Okay. Um, the, the, the follow-up question, as I mentioned, is, if you are put, if let's say you're maxing out your 401ks, you're maxing out your Roth IRAs, you're maxing out your retirement stuff. Is that good or bad? Well, it's neither. It's can you do that and also have enough left over today to spend on the things you need to spend on, to save for your home, to take those trips you want to take, to spend time with your family, to do everything that's important to you. If if the answer to all those is yes, well, that's kind of a good spot to be in. It's a great spot. Are you overfunding retirement? Maybe, but maybe that just means you have flexibility later on in life to retire early if you want to. Yeah. And, and it doesn't matter so much because you're still able to do the wonderful things that you want to do today. But if you are maxing out all those accounts and it's at the expense of not being able to do anything today, not being able to do, create any of those experiences or take trips or save for that home or uh, whatever it might be, well, then, yeah, that's probably the bad side of oversaving for retirement, where you're sacrificing so much for the long term that your near term or your short term goals or things you want to do just aren't being looked after. Yeah, I'm with you there. And I, I think to me, it comes down to, we, we did in a, a different episode, I think it was 83 recently on the four things you can invest in, time, money, energy, and talent. And it's really looking at like, how do you optimize those things now to live the best life that you can right now? Right. For most of us, that means we are working in some capacity. So let's hopefully find some work that we enjoy doing along the way. And then you kind of painted in a sense, this Goldilocks um, 
picture, right? Where it's like, hey, I can fully fund my 401k. I can fund my HSA. Maybe I'm doing the backdoor Roth conversion. Maybe I'm putting college funds away and I still have the money left over to live the life that I want today. That's amazing. Yeah. And what that will do is it will put you in a position to create financial freedom for yourself probably sooner rather than later. Um, And at at the, the least it does is it creates room for error for you in your future, right? So mm-hmm. sometimes the picture we paint for ourselves, what we want in the future, we might end up needing a bit more. Well, if we're saving a bit more along the way, that'll be great. So I think that's that's an important part to remember. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, as long as you are able to overfund, quote unquote, overfund retirement and still do everything today, we did one of our first episodes is about the magic of compounding. Yeah, And the more time you give your money to compound, especially if it's in these retirement accounts where there's some tax benefits as well, the better off you're going to be over time. Right. So it's it's not as if you need to set a, a retirement amount or set a deferral amount for how much you're saving for retirement. You can never change it. Maybe the biggest risk if you're overfunding retirement today is five years from now, 10 years from now, you say, wow, I'm, I'm really on track to have more than I'll need. Let me take my foot off the pedal at that time and scale back and be mm-hmm. able to work part-time or be able to maybe just not save quite as aggressively or you'll have more freedom and just options at that point. So it's a hard yes or no, or it's it's a difficult question to answer yes or no on is in more like everything we talk about is it depends, but we need to make sure that you're balancing, as you mentioned, your present self and your future self and not neglecting either. Yep. Uh, and to your point there, like one of the things that I think a lot of people don't think about is uh, when we think about like retirement and they think like, and we think like, oh, there's going to be this day when I just stop. Well, there's something to be said for put all the money in now as you just said, and maybe you get to a point where you go, you know, I don't need to make this much money to hit all those savings goals and earn an income, but I could make a lot less and just fund my life, but yeah. not take from my investment accounts for the next five or 10 years Yep, and let those keep growing. Well, what that does for you is huge when mm-hmm. you go look at the numbers behind it. So mm-hmm. there's that's, that's one thing to keep in mind. The other is the kind of the other side of this example is, um, there is something to be said for if you're putting all that money in and maybe you are still living a great life, but then you don't really have anything. I'd want to look at your balance sheet. And so what I mean by that is I'd want to see like checking accounts, savings accounts. Do you have a taxable investment account? Do you have Roth IRAs, old rollover IRAs, 401ks, HSAs, 529s, all that stuff. Look at the balance sheet and see like, where is my money? And proportionally, where is my money? Right. And make it so that like retirement accounts, qualified retirement accounts where we have those age bands on them are their own space. The 529s for the kids are their own space. And then the more liquid assets, the, the te- checking, savings, taxable accounts, those are in their own little space as well. And just look at like proportionally, what do we have here? Because if everything's sitting in retirement accounts and nothing's anywhere else, well, that could become a problem for you. Right? Agreed. So you, you just want to look at where is everything and then look at how would I optimize this? Yeah, especially if you, you know, as you mentioned, do you get to the point later on where uh, you do want to stop working or work part time? Well, if, if everything's in a 401k, for example, and let's say you get to the point where you're 50 years old and you said, you know what, I just, I've had it with work, I'm, I'm done. And I've, I've saved all this money, I have more than enough money to live on, I'm done, I'm going to go travel the world or do whatever you want to do. Well, if everything's in your 401k, the challenge is you can't access that money without paying a penalty. Right. So you've kind of, you gotten the tax benefits along the way, but you've, you've sabotaged yourself a little bit by not having anything else in other types of accounts. Yep. So that, that's why that comes into play. Now, if you're going to work until the, the normal retirement age, 65, like Scott's saying, not 
as big of an issue. You can still optimize it. You can still make it better, uh, but you're not going to face the same restrictions. But if you're trying to free up maximum amount of flexibility in the future, you want to certainly make sure your uh, making sure your balance sheet is balanced, like right. you're mentioning. Exactly, and and that's the thing. Like we just we just don't know what the future holds. And and the thing is, to be tr- honest, like if you are under the age of fifty nine and a half, and you do have IRAs and things like that, there actually are a couple of ways you can get access to money. There's one called Rule seventy two T, which lets you create kind of an amortization schedule, but that's based on interest rates. And right now that'd be a really, really low payment for yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to geek out too detailed on what that is, but there are ways to get access to capital without paying penalties, but it'd be so much better knowing that you want to be retiring before those penalty years to build up a trove of assets for you to utilize right? so that you can optimize everything, right? Right. It's one of the things that we'll look at for folks who are close to retirement are in that those gap, we'll call them the gap years sometimes is a word you'll hear amongst finance folks is like you retire at 55. Now you're not going to take your required minimum distributions until 72. And ideally, if you have longevity in your life, you're not going to take social security until age 70, perhaps. So now you have all these years that you need to fund in between. Mm-hmm. What's the optimal way to fund it? And then another thing you can look at is what's an optimal way to Use the tax code to your benefit. Should you be taking some money out of IRAs and maybe converting to Roth in those years? And there's so many different things you can do, but the more ahead of time you've built up an asset base that is taxable accounts, Roth accounts, qualified accounts, well, now you have more options to use the tax code to your benefit. Mm-hmm. Fully agree. Fully agree. And then this ties into the other part of the question was, uh, is it also possible to put away too much in a college fund a college account and, yeah. and and similar rationale for that as well where yeah it is you know if you put in too much money into a 529 plan there's uh, you know whatever you put in you can get out penalty free and tax free but you would pay taxes or penalties on the growth on that if you didn't end up needing it all mm-hmm. now the like we said before the nice thing about contributing early to these types of accounts is your money is working for you for mm-hmm. longer periods of time Meaning there's less of your own contributions that need to go in to get to the same ending asset balance. So it doesn't hurt to overfund some of these on the front end sometimes if the expectation is that you'll just revisit it on some regular cadence right. to make sure you're not kind of point past that point of no return. Or right. even if I stop contributing, I'm going to have too much. Um, so overfunding is good in that regard where it gives your money more time to make more money for you. But you want to be mindful of that, that you don't go too long of overfunding because then you might be stuck with money in accounts that you'd be penalized if you wanted to take it out. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. You can always fund more on the front end and choose to stop funding on the yep. back end. Absolutely. The other thing is like if you did over technically overfund a 529 account, you can rename that beneficiary to be yep. other people within your family yep. um, to utilize those funds as well as another thing. Um, and then of course you can just choose to you know, have some de minimis level that perhaps you don't want to go above and beyond just to create a gap for yourself and use funds in another account that may not be as tax efficient, but now you're not having to deal with that penalty. Yeah. So that's another thing that you could potentially look at. Yeah. Yeah. So I think uh, the the nice thing here is there's flexibility. You're not locked into any of this contributions to retirement, contributions to college accounts, contributions, to any of this. So it's not as if we need to worry about falling into the trap of I've set my contributions and I can never change it. It's just the, I think what we're getting at is you just need to be mindful year to year to see where do you stand in relation to your financial goals? Are you balancing your future self's needs and your current self's needs? And are there any adjustments that you can make to make it better? 
Yeah. As long as you're doing that, I would, not that it's ideal, but overfunding is much better than the alternative of oh, yeah. underfunding because yeah. it's much harder to play catch up than it is to uh, take your foot off the pedal later on if you've overfunded. No, for sure. Like you, I, the, the, what the, I mean, the first thing you go look at is what's your savings rate overall as a family? What percentage are you saving? And then you go ask yourself the question of where are we saving to optimize this? And then you go look at, well, what are our investment accounts overall? And is one sector or area of them overfunded relative to the others? Well, then you can choose to make adjustments, right? Yep. Um, you know, for, to, for example, with 529 accounts, we fund 529s for both of our boys, but, you know, our oldest son is now nine and he's to a point where um, we have feel we have an adequate amount in the 529 for the amount we want to contribute to the 529. So we're still contributing for him, but we're just doing it into one of our own taxable accounts. Mm -hmm. So we can have more freedom of choice and what Mm -hmm. we want to do with that in the future. We're not just locking it into a 529 at this point. Yeah. Yeah. The, the types of accounts and the contributions evolve over time, but you've, you've kind of, want to fund those minimum thresholds to make mm-hmm. sure that you are getting the benefits because retirement accounts and college accounts offer great benefits. So take advantage of them. Just make sure you're not locking yourself into too much by doing it for too long. Yeah. And don't let the advantage the kind of like, I will always say like, you know, um, you don't want to let like the tail wag the dog. Well, taxes can quickly become that conversation. And so, and taxes fold into a lot of these specified retirement accounts and 529 accounts. So it, quickly becomes like, well, are you doing this for the tax benefit or are you doing this because it's optimal for the life you want? Right. And you want to make sure both things are happening. Yes, absolutely. Well, I think we've flushed that out enough, but anything else you want to add to this? No, I would just go back to start with what you want first, then look at roughly what are you saving as a household big picture, um, and then portion out that savings as to what percentage is going where and what type of accounts. And then look at those accounts on your balance sheet and just see, well, proportionally, do these seem right to me? Yeah. Take it from there. Yeah. I will say on a side note, I'm really impressed with the listeners are submitting questions just because you hear about this savings crisis and people aren't saving and people aren't doing this, but people are getting questions from, it's kind of the opposite problem. Oh. Am I saving too much? Am I allocating too much here? How, how do I improve what I'm already doing a great job of? So just a shout out to our listeners that you're doing awesome. Keep Absolutely. it up. Yeah. It's, it's, all, it's all within your power and by listening and by you know, hitting, hitting that play button. And the key is by actually doing something with the knowledge as you gain it, um, to have more understanding, you're you're doing great work. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thanks, Scott. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Real Personal Finance Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please subscribe and let us know by leaving a five-star review. And if you have a question that you'd like for us to answer, then head over to the Real Personal Finance website at realpersonalfinance.co. And there's a section on the bottom of each page there where you can submit your question for us to answer in a future episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. This podcast is for informational and entertainment purposes only and should not be relied upon for a basis for investment decision. This podcast is not engaged in rendering legal, financial, or other professional services.